Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A proactive lover is simply someone who understands the needs and desires of their significant other and goes out of their way to ensure that these needs and desires are met. If you want to make a man feel like a king, then learn to become a proactive lover. And if you want to escalate your relationship with a man on a more emotional level, being a proactive lover is the surefire way to ensure that he gets the message. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Eric Spera, And I'm Molly Demilier. And we've got a great episode for you this week. We are reading from The Seven Irresistible Qualities Men Want in a Woman. There's just seven? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Men are pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even have to use all ten fingers. <laughs> no, not at all. It says, What high-quality men secretly look for when choosing the one by our old friend, Bruce Bryans. Oh, Bruce. Bruce. Hey, listen, he's very, uh, you know, direct and to the point. He's got a lot of these kind of listicle books here. It's true. So <laughs> we were like, let's let's go back to the archives and find find an author we've, we've enjoyed before. But uh, I guess before we get into Bruce here, as always, guys, we have a sponsor for the podcast. Yeah, we do. Uh, SunsetLakeCBD.com. If you are a CBD connoisseur, definitely check these guys out. And we have a promo code for you. It's SGS20 for 20% off. And you know, even if you're just like thinking like, ah, I don't know about the CBD game. I mm. want to try it out. Do it with a promo code. Yeah. And you know what? Sauce it on over to the Patreon and you get a different code for a little more off. Yeah. You know? We give we give it a little extra discount on the Patreon if you want to join the Patreon gang. Uh, but last week we talked about cows. Some we did. cow fun facts. Because <laughs> yeah. we were curious. It used to be a dairy farm where they grow uh, the product for the CBDs. Yes. And now it's hemp that they grow. Yes. Which is a pivot. Is a pivot. That's a business pivot. I wonder what that meeting was like. You know what? Let's scrap the udders. I could I could guess what it is. Yeah. If I was like, listen, guys, oat milk is in. We <laughs> yeah. are a dying business now. They're killing us. <laughs> oat milk, almond milk. We got to make a pivot. <laughs> That's probably what it was. I mean, I, how many people Smart. do you know that actually buy like a gallon of milk now? No one. But I did have a friend when I was in college. She grew up on a dairy farm and... Mind you, I went to college in Vermont. Like, there were a lot of these. Uh, and so she would only drink whole milk. Yeah, man. They and I was around. like, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's yeah. different. I'm like, people with babies have real milk in the fridge. I have really yet to see it otherwise. No. Are you talking about breast milk? No, like, in addition to the breast milk. Why? Like, when they have, like, young children. Oh. Oh, I see what you're like saying. Like, when they start working them into, you know. Yeah. I was like, that's a weird... We just talk about breast milk. You know, they keep it all natural. I mean, that is also in the fridge. Yeah. Or the freezer. Keeps it fresh. Yeah. But, so, our uh, our sponsor here messaged us back about one of our questions. Of, are there still cows on the farm at Sunset Lake CBD? Hell yeah, baby. There are, but they don't necessarily make the milk for the fudge because they have a fudge friend uh, who okay. locally they send the product to and then they infuse the CBD into their fudge. So it's like a little, you know, friend 
keeping it in the in the friend keeping it group. in the family yeah, yeah. you know I, yeah. it makes sense because the fudge is actually good it's really good you know yeah. we've all had weed products where it's like oh no weed bread crispies you can't taste it and then oh, you do yeah. and you're like uh, no this is i can taste it <laughs> yeah it's like somebody tries to <laughs> yeah. make like a box mix brownies <laughs> and weed and you're like oh no oh yeah yeah or there's like leaves in it still yeah. <laughs> you're just like oh yeah no you did a great job this is <laughs> yeah. you nailed it and like half of them there's like no weed in it at all and the exactly. other half there's like way too much yeah it's like a take yeah. on funfetti <laughs> yeah <laughs> leaving the leaves in yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah support our guys they grow their stuff it's all organic they ship all over the u.s uh it's sunsetlakecbd.com and promo code sgs20 and if you want that extra percent off and the extra tea behind the podcast join us at patreon.com slash shooters gotta shoot pod we have a lot of a lot of hot updates coming in yeah after this week's episode we had uh patreon members messaging to look up a dude that i went on a date with in their like law library yeah so you're going to want to check that out. <laughs> yeah. Or if you also have access to any law libraries <laughs> or know. records, please let us know. Yeah. We got to do some searches. Yeah. I might just send that over before dates next time. I can't uh, be walking into those situations again. No, none of us can. Um, but before we start this chapter here, what would you say is the most irresistible quality in a man for you? For me? I want to say sense of humor, but I know I should say loyalty. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But I'm like, if you're boring, that's really going to kill it. Yeah. Or, I mean, loyalty, I'm like, you don't find that out for a while. Right. So, like, off the bat, sense of humor. Mm. Yeah. What about you? Uh, yeah. I feel like personality-wise, I it's someone that you have fun with is for me. Yeah. So I'm like, this person is fun. I like being around them. And I just, like, I just, you just want to be around them. Yeah. Like those people, that kind of like electric energy where like, you're just a good time. Yeah. And someone you're like, oh, I can bring you anywhere. Thank God. Yes. Like, I'm not going to worry about you meeting friends, meeting family. Yeah. Like I can leave you at a party. Yeah. And go do my thing. Yeah. And I'm not panicked. So it's almost like, does that just count as social skills? Yeah. That's important. Especially post COVID. Do you know how many people lost their social skills? Oh, I know. I've been on dates. (laughs) (laughs) all right so the chapter we're diving into is an attribute that keeps him loyal so this is all about your favorite quality in a man loyalty loyalty so out the gate i think my problem with this already is that there shouldn't be something that a woman does that makes him loyal i think a person should just be loyal or not i mean i agree but i think it's kind of i think it's more the quality is what makes them decide to be loyal to you in the sense of like commit to you. Oh, so not like not cheat on you. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't think it's like (laughs) you didn't do this thing and that's why he's cheating. So kind of what it feels like. Bruce should work with his editor next time. (laughs) So it's your own damn fault. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Like no one ever said someone deserved to get cheated on. No, no, not at all. (laughs) Except Bruce. All right. Okay. Let's see what Bruce here has to say. Proactive love. The power of an unselfish, affectionate woman. A proactive lover is simply someone who understands the needs and desires of their significant other and goes out of their way to ensure that these needs and desires are met. If you want to make a man feel like a king, then learn to become a proactive lover. And if you want to escalate your relationship with a man on a more emotional level, being a proactive lover is the surefire way to ensure that he gets the message. Remember, be seductively subtle. Give him what he needs. 
One of the keys to being a proactive lover lies in how effective you are at understanding the way the man you're interested in prefers to receive love. For example, some men need more words of affirmation to feel loved while others need acts of service. Some guys need more physical affection. Others require small thoughtful gifts. And some even require more quality time to feel special to a woman. Whoa, 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 hold up. Bruce this is, just is stealing languages. some material. This is, like, <laughs> yeah. this is just love languages. Come on, Bruce. You oh, gotta man. be more original than that. Yo, when he just, when he opened with loyal level or lover, I just was like, man, uh, we both weren't like, oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like sex. Yeah. It's like weirdly what that felt like when he was like a, a loyal lover. A proactive. Proactive, proactive lover, excuse lover. me. Yeah, it feels like it's like you're supposed to like pounce on him. Yeah, but initiate then, sex sometimes. Right, but I don't know. That's just like such a weird, because he's also talking more emotional. I'm like, I think he's using the word lover a little bit more broadly. Yeah. I just, I don't like the words proactive lover next to each it's, other. Uh, it's, it just feels odd. It feels like a little aggressive. It feels like he just was trying hard not to say love languages. It, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> this went through the editing process and they were like, yeah, we're going to have some copyright problems. Right. Oh, I think the other thing about proactive lover that's really frustrating when thinking about men is that pretty much our whole crux of this podcast and every issue that we've ever had is that we've always gotten that men don't really love when women take hard initiative Mm. and that feels like like proactive just seems like such a strong word yeah or yeah i was like our problem is we're too proactive right or it's like i thought of the example too of like um you know kind of the most relationships the woman is like the planner the one of like oh how about we do this this weekend with our friends so-and-so right and blah 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 and so it's funny that like that's usually something we get shit on for but bruce is being like be a proactive lover and i feel like that's that's just being proactive in your relationship yeah exactly Mm. yeah because i I feel like that that's a really really good point because i feel like that's the point when i'm like in a situationship talking to someone and then that's when it starts to die is when I start to make plans. Yes. You know, yes. and then it's like, okay, now I'm too proactive. I'm too <laughs> aggressive. I have a calendar. And you want too much. Right. Ooh. So yeah, where is the line? Mm. Or this also plays into like when anything ends, women immediately go, what didn't I do enough of? Yeah. What did I do and what didn't I do? Yeah. Ooh. But okay, let's see what else he has to say. Okay. To be a proactive lover, you'll have to become a proactive person on the whole. Now, I have to admit that if you're not already a proactive person, developing this particular quality will challenge you. But it has the ability to transform your life for the better. Proactive people make things happen, instead of waiting for things to happen. They see life in terms of what they can control and what's out of their control. And they focus all their energy on the former group instead of the latter. Proactive people, more often than not, have a more positive outlook on life and experience greater amounts of success because they spend their energy effectively. In short, proactive people see the world and therefore their relationships as a source of abundance. Reactive people focus on what's out of their control and end up burning all of their energy reacting to or worrying about situations that are beyond their ability to change. They experience more negativity as their experiences reaffirm their belief that things are always out of their control. Reactive people blame everyone and everything around them, whether consciously or subconsciously, for their personal problems. They see the world and their relationships as a source of scarcity. So what are your thoughts on the proactive versus reactive? Um, I mean, the reactive part 
makes it seem like don't ever freak out about anything in your relationship. Yeah. And I just feel like kind of similarly to what we talked about last week, like a proactive or being proactive in other parts of your life, a hundred percent agree that it gives you the control. Mm. It puts you in the driver's seat. But I think in a relationship when you're proactive, you still don't have 50% of the control at least. Yeah. You don't have full control and you can never fully pre- like predict the outcome. Exactly. I mean, yeah. No, you know, like I feel like for me being proactive has kind of like kicked me in the teeth mm-hmm. more times than if I was just to sit back. Like I look at a lot of situations that have been like, I was talking to this guy one time and I really liked him and I was knew that like, okay, I could sit back. It could drag out. He will keep texting me because he's not going to end it. And, but I was like, I don't know how he's feeling, but I know that how I'm feeling. So I put it out there and I was like, I really like you. I like talking to you. Like I'm looking more for a relationship and not just to be a convenience. Mm. Like, do you, would you agree that like that's being proactive? Um, yeah, I would think it is. So then he comes back and like, that's not what he's looking for. So then it's over but it's like okay i said what i wanted i took the initiative to do that and like if i had sat back and been reactive i feel like this book is saying that it won't work but i'm like he would have just kept going with the flow right uh yeah i don't think it it definitely doesn't work for the like yeah the like vague cloud of clouds of men like yeah like defining the relationship yeah that the ones that just kind of keep floating around yeah and then the minute you're like hey what's going on they leave (laughs) like why would you ask me that (laughs) (laughs) i've only slept in your bed yeah (laughs) yeah the minute you're like you know everyone can see this cloud right yeah he's like what i gotta go uh yeah um or it's just uh, to me it kind of feels like it's it's this is just basically being like putting the planning on the woman exactly of like yeah you need to be planning things right and scheduling all that stuff and it's just like okay there's just like another responsibility that like falls on the woman or like quote the feminine energy in the relationship yeah and it's like at what point does that change because it's all mm. this weird dance of like the man has to be the one to be the hunter and take the initiative and get it started right but then when they realize they want it, they don't want to do anything about it anymore. Is that what I'm gathering? Yeah. Or I just think about like a man is such a great man or partner uh, when it's just like, oh, for my birthday, he planned this nice thing. Yeah. One day a year. So one day a year. Yeah. He planned like a nice night for you. And he knew what day it was. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Man of the year, you know? Yeah, exactly. And and like, and then for women, it's just like, because I've heard, and I've heard other women say this about couples of like, well, you know, the woman is supposed to be the planner and like she never like plans anything or she didn't plan anything. So like they never go out and it's like her fault that they never go out. That's trash. And I'm like, okay, that could be a two way street. Right. Or she could be planning something and the guy could be saying no. Yeah, exactly. That happened. Right. Of like, I don't want to drag him around to something he doesn't want to go to. Exactly. Mm. Or have you ever heard like women say to men of like well you never take me anywhere because it's supposed to be on the man to like plan like you know actually make the call of like the yes or no on the dinner date or something Mm -hmm. because technically they're paying for it yeah of like where you go yeah yeah like i want you to look really hot (laughs) you're like well take me somewhere that's a little nice then exactly like no i feel uncomfortable in your sports bar 
in a dress yeah Yeah. you know like mm, looks a little weird exactly so it's like are you kind of a bitch if you plan like a really really nice dinner and then he has to pay for it Mm. and is that why men love bitches are all the books just coming together right now you know yeah they are because i've dated someone before that would always look at the menu like you know, in New York, they're always like in the window or outside. Yeah. And he would always browse it before we go in and would always be like, oh, this place looks cool. But then like he would browse the menu and I kind of just wouldn't because I'm just like, all right, well, if you want to pay, I guess this is your call. Yeah, I feel the uh, same way. And so often it would just be like, no, nah, let's go somewhere else. And I would always be like, oh, I think because it was a little pricey. Right. Because like a frustrating thing recently of just like everyone's out. There's all these cute places or like that's what makes me feel lonely is when I see a place like, oh, that's a nice date spot yeah and i almost think to myself with that person of like man maybe like i didn't do a good job of like coming up with cool new date spots to go look at but then it's that weird thing of i was like but he would always check the menu right and the prices so it's kind of like well a lot of these cute date spots are a little pricier than a regular plain old place yeah so you're just like was that on me? Is that on him? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've thought that so many times, too. Or, like, when you're talking to someone of when you see somewhere cute on Instagram. Like, I still follow COVID date spots. Yeah. And it's a great Instagram account. And they post just, like, the cutest old restaurants around New York. And they show you exactly where it is. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there were times where I was, like, talking to different people throughout COVID. And I'm like, is it weird to send it to them? Of like, do you want to go? That's here? a whole account of places. Exactly. Like, especially when it was cold, right? And it was like, okay, we have to be outside. We need some heat. Yeah. You're just kind of like, hey, this account has a bunch of cool suggestions, and they can do the research on their own, right? Or like, but I would like see a post in like that person's neighborhood mm. and be like, oh, is it like shitty to send it? Of like, take me here, or is that the type of initiative that men want? I don't know. Because in my head, that's rude. Because mm. it's like, buy me dinner here. Yeah, but it's just, you know what? It's I think it's just the ultimate if they wanted to, they would because uh, I had a good friend visit in town and he's married mm-hmm. and he said to me, my wife really wants to go to uh, like a fun rooftop bar. Okay. And he goes, do you know of just like any good ones that aren't crazy pricey? So, right. But he's doing research. He's like, what yeah. are some places I could go with mm-hmm. my wife? And I found, like I just kind of searched through Instagram a couple accounts and I just sent him a bunch and I also was like, where's your hotel? So yeah. I kindly like found ones kind of around Midtown oh, of like, such a good not a crazy Uber, right? Right. But I yeah. get it of like, you go to a city and you're like, let me ask his friend for a little help. Right. Uh, so I sent him like six or seven places okay. to like choose from. Yeah. And I don't know where they ended up going. They ended up going to one. And he was like, oh, we had a fun time. Like, nice. thanks for the wreck. But it's just like, but he wanted to. He was right. like, okay, she said rooftop. Let me just do a little research. Yeah. Even if I have to outsource it a bit. Right. But I just was like, I was just sitting there so impressed of like, oh, wow, look at this nice man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to take my wife to a fancy New York rooftop. Just doing the most and making you actually do the work. Yeah, I know, <laughs> You're right? Like, what a great a guy as bit. you're Googling. Something. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't make the reservation. But I'm just like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, I sent him like one listicle. I'm like, there's the whole list of them. Nice. And whatnot. But it's yeah. just like, uh, God, especially with the internet, it's just like, it's not that hard. It's so easy. Because mm. I feel like I'm always looking up stuff and I'm like, oh, I would love to go here. Mm. Why hasn't a man thought about that? Right. Or mm. I've also felt this proactive thing too of like, after things end, then I get in my head of like, was I like bringing it appearance wise when I would always see them? Oh, yeah. And it's that. funny that I'll feel like I wasn't, but then I go back and I think I'm like, no, every time like I was going to meet them, I would shower do my hair do my makeup 
put on something cute. You know what I mean? Like I was oh, like, yeah. no, nah, it wasn't like I was just in a sweatshirt all the time. Yeah. Like, I never was. Same. Yeah. I think about that all the time too. And it really got me after the Space Jam breakup because mm-hmm. first of all, we were inside all the time and yep. really all that we could do while we were dating was get food and drinks. So we were just getting takeout all the time and it was great. It was really great. But then after we broke up, he made a weird comment of like, oh, you're probably happy because you probably gained like a bunch of weight when you were with me. And so in my head, I was like, I was trying so hard and I was feeling like my pants were getting tighter, but I was like, I'm going to keep wearing the jeans. I'm going to keep wearing like the nice shirts because I don't want to look like a slob. But then I was like, oh, did I look bad in those clothes? I don't think so. I think it was, uh, I think he's just a dumb man. Like, or just, you know, most men in relationships know that like, or have a woman complain of like, I've put on weight. Right. Because all we do is eat together. Right. And get frustrated. So, yeah. I, yeah, I think he just, in his logical brain, just was like, well, this is the bright side of breakups for women. It's like, they're not eating gar- garbage all the time with me. Yeah. You know? But yeah. it's just like, yeah, that's going to fuck with you. Right. That's going to fuck with you for sure. Yeah. <laughs> How does that not? Yeah, it did. <laughs> it really did. It's like, thanks, man. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else this chapter has to say. Treat him like a king. I expect that most women understand the importance of supporting a man's passions. But just in case, I'll provide a few examples of proactive love. For starters, let's say, for instance, that you're dating a guy who loves football. It's important that you understand his passion for the sport and do what's necessary to support his interest. Now, if you don't like football, you simply don't have to like it. You don't have to feign an interest in the sport just to make him fall madly in love with you. However, Simple gestures like making sure he doesn't miss his favorite teams, buying him tickets, or even serving him and his buddies some food while they watch the game won't go unnoticed. By being the woman that enhances the quality of his pastimes and interests, you make yourself an irreplaceable part of his life. It's habitual gestures like this that compel a man to think, I can't imagine what I'd do without her. On the other hand, let's say that your man works at a job that you know is stressful. If this is the case, it's important that you play an active role to ensure that his time away from work, specifically when he's with you, is pleasant, peaceful, and free from unnecessary conflict. If he comes to visit you straight from work, try having his favorite drink ready for him, and maybe even have his favorite music playing in the background to help him relax. (laughs) You could even try learning how to massage to help him release his tensions. If the guy you're dating travels a lot or works a potentially dangerous profession, it's a good idea to ensure that the moments he spends with you are memorable and beautiful. Do thoughtful things to ensure that the memories he has of you are vivid and reaffirming. You never know what kinds of temptation he may face on the road if he travels a lot, or what kind of life-threatening situations he'll have to overcome if he has a dangerous profession. Many soldiers have confessed that it was the cherished memories of their significant others that helped them to make it back alive to their homes and families. Granted, these are all general examples, but if you treat your man like a king, he'll be more likely to return to you. Of course, there should always be some sort of balance in everything, and it's up to you to know how much love and nurturing your man needs. Remember, it's not about giving him everything he asks for. It's about catering to those needs that he may neglect to mention. Giving too much of your thought Time and energy to an unappreciative man will wear you down over time. So with that in mind, never be shy to give, but always respect your own personal boundaries. If you're dating a man who is uninterested in being a proactive lover to you as well, there's a mismatch. 
and it might be time for you to find a man who will reciprocate. All right, Bruce, All right. he brought right. it back there at Finally, the end. Finally, Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I was very tempted to pause several times. Yeah. No, but just like at the end, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, and, um, you know, they should be good to you, too. But also, he didn't say what that should look like. No, You know, didn't. what's your equivalent? Well, the book is for women, so I guess not so much. But don't you think it's just as important to know how to give love as it is to know how to receive it? Yes. To communicate what you need, anyway. Yeah, and even just to, like, be comfortable getting love and affection. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think as women, we're told so much what we need to do to make a man happy. And I think some emotional walls can come up and be really hard for women to get through because then when someone does something nice for them they don't know how to handle it or they think of it too much like how often do we say of like men doing the least and we give them way too much credit yeah. because we don't know what the equivalent is to hosting their friends for the football game and cooking food for them right mm-hmm. what what is that because it's not them taking you out one-on-one on a date where you don't meet anybody Yes. Or just having you come over for a movie at their apartment. Yeah, I feel like it would just be like if you had a friend over and you're on the couch watching something or talking, you know, because us women love to gab. Yeah. Um, And then, like, the husband is just kind of like, oh, would you guys like a drink? It just, like, gets a drink and brings it over. So right. you don't have to get up from the couch. Yeah. Like, or, was... like, going to a family party with you. Yeah. You know? Something. Mm. Yeah. I mean, till the end, I was just like, Okay. There's a lot here. There was one part that I liked in the beginning of when he said, if you don't like his passion, like, let's stay with the football example, you don't have to pretend to like it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important and something that a lot of women, specifically football, will pretend to like. Yeah. Or even like golf. Yeah. Suddenly like, oh, I'll try golf too now. Right. And sometimes it feels intrusive on like their own thing. Yeah, exactly. Like you got to have your own hobbies. And also like everyone could smell it on you when you just you don't know what you're talking about yeah for sure but but this is the catch-22 of that right so he says don't you don't have to like football too but then at the same time it's almost being like yo your man likes the eagles you better pay attention to the eagles schedule and, and don't you dare schedule something when there's an eagles game on tv yeah it's like kind of what he said in the beginning of like oh you know know that he needs to be watching the game when he wants to watch the game and it's like okay listen i'm i'm not gonna look up whatever schedule all the time right but it's like it's more than it's more reasonable to be like hey yeah before you book something when you know they're in season right and most games it's like what our sunday or monday night football right. like, it's not that hard to know that it's yeah. just like yeah just ask your partner before you like buy tickets to something exactly and if you're somewhere like i think buffalo is a really good example because it's mm-hmm. local and like people flock to those games yeah. right so if you have someone who like tailgates every home game right know that like you don't have to go but just know that every home game like they're not going to be around like that's where their mindset is going to be yeah so like don't get upset when they don't Mm. go true but it was it is this thing that this was very much like this mothering and nurturing take care of them quality it felt like was this whole chapter yeah or also the like pressure of like don't have a bad day yeah especially throwing in like so if your husband like travels a lot just know like when he's traveling like Basically, that put in my head of like, oh, if I got in a fight with my significant other right before they went on a trip for the weekend, they might cheat on me because of his like weird loyalty comment about that. Right. And that it would be your fault. Yes. Like you would provoke them to do it. Right. And like 
also when they come home for work have a drink waiting for them it's not 1950 and their favorite music yeah <laughs> put on like, the record player get honey. out of here oh my god my grandma used to do that for my grandpa in 1950 yeah like, or like you know if you are home but like i got a job too who said yeah. i'm gonna be home before them exactly most women aren't like or at the same time a lot of yeah. couples don't get home at the same time and like if you have a bad day you can't talk about it Right. And who are you supposed to talk to? Because it might upset him. What if he comes in bitching about his day? Do you just have to listen or do you have to say, no, we don't talk about that here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing of like, yeah, what would the equivalent be of like, I come home from work? Uh, yeah. Something. Yeah. Know. Like, oh, I'll start dinner then. Like, right. Thank you. Is he going to be kind. vacuuming? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's he going to do? Nothing. Yeah. He doesn't know how. He doesn't even know where it is. Yeah. And it's just like, look, this concept of, you know, someone being home that you come home to and like, has your drink made or has your dinner made or like did your laundry whatever the freaking thing is it's just like yeah i get i get it that sounds wonderful that, yeah. that would be so nice for me to come home to too yeah i'm like yeah that would make me be like wow i'm never leaving this dude right like wow look at all these things he does for me but the truth is a lot of dudes don't do shit no they don't so then all. it's like well what the hell you know yeah. yeah i don't i don't know and i think th- yeah that like loyalty thing drives me insane of you know that he he would leave you because you don't create this this home beautiful perfect environment right. right because it's just like look yeah obviously no one wants to be with someone that they're fighting all the time and nagging them all the time and whatever but at the same time it's like there are going to be fights in a relationship exactly so you also don't want someone that's just going to quit the second it gets hard exactly and i think that's where a relationship grows because one thing that i said in my relationship with space jam after we broke up i think it was to my brother i was like we never fought and mm-hmm. he was like that's actually a sign of a kind of a weak relationship. Yeah. Because, like, you didn't have to get through anything. So the mm-hmm. one time that, like, there was a bump, it was like, okay, see you later. Oh, I mean, that was me and Ex-Benedict. Right. All of a sudden, there was, like, a little bumpy weekend. Yeah. That we're broken up, like, a week later. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it just was like, oh, okay. The second it was, hey, there was, like, this little issue. Yeah. Gone. So we got to start more fights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then make them a drink. Do more fights. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know the saying, like, you get what you give? yes so the unfortunate truth though in a lot of you know heterosexual relationships is the woman is giving a lot more absolutely and isn't getting anything really in return right and is supposed to be fine with that Mm -hmm. and the thing that i just have never been able to understand is like how much doesn't push them away because i feel like maybe i'm just a bad partner but i feel like the way that i show affection to people like i can just feel it driving them crazy of like just asking how someone's day was you can just like feel them like pull away and i'm like well that's too much that was a hard question you know Uh, nah i mean i don't think it's because you're asking how their day was yeah i don't know i feel like the only real like situationship or relationship that i've been in that i didn't feel like that happened was with space jam right well then he called you his girlfriend so yeah, so that one worked. So I guess yeah. that just goes with the like for a minute. He yeah. wanted to hear from you. <laughs> yeah. How do he find those? I, I don't know. You found him. I don't know. I don't know what I did differently. I haven't found him yet. So yeah. we'll see. Um. All right. Let's see what the rest of this chapter has to say. A man wants to feel that he makes a difference in the world, but specifically in the world of his woman. You've watched the movies and read the books, and you've seen how a woman who deeply appreciates a man both for his character and his achievements usually accompanies these male heroes. Many women these days cannot comprehend the importance of simply allowing a man to be a man. What this means is that men have egos, usually large ones. 
there's no getting around this fact. The women that understand this simple idea are usually the most successful with men since they also learn how to carefully cater to their egos. A man must feel that his presence matters to the woman he loves. This doesn't mean that you need to boost his self-esteem since a great guy should be confident in himself already. However, showing more appreciation for his strengths rather than chastising him for his shortcomings will have a much greater and more positive effect on your relationship in the long run. It just feels like men are children. <laughs> you know, like, careful. Yeah. Like, make sure you give him compliments. Tell him he did a good job. Right. Don't yeah. criticize him. Constantly. Like, I mean, it is, what he, what he said is true of, like, I've seen women that it's like they always stroke their dude's ego. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. I get that that does work. But there are so many times that I see that where I'm just like, the, this is so undeserving right now. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. Yeah, it's toxic. It's like a little kid learning to read. Yeah, or know? it's just like, uh, you know, as, well, is my ego going to get stroked at all? Or yeah. we just act like women don't have them too? Right. You know? Yeah. Oh, my God. And I love that he's just like, yeah, men have big egos. Don't don't break them. They're fragile. Yeah. He's like, well, they're fragile. Fragile little boys. But what happens when they do need to be knocked down? Ugh. And like I mean, put in their place. I mean, I've seen like, uh, there's this famous comedy bit from like Def Jam, actually. I forget. I wish I knew which comic it was. But she talks about like, you can't, you can't ever like knock down your man of like whatever their hopes and dreams are you just mm. you just have to pretend you believe them too oh, but she no. basically the bit is basically like he could be like i'm gonna be an astronaut astronaut and you'll be like yeah honey i'll make you your suit like good for you and then he like <laughs> leaves she goes and then when he leaves you call your girlfriend like do you believe what this bitch said today like <laughs> and it's kind, it's kind of that thing of just like all right don't let him know you don't believe it but like yeah you know just talk about him behind his back <laughs> um here's the thing i think i talked to you about this a little bit of like i don't feel like i've ever had anyone really treat me so great and so special yeah that i felt the need to really treat them like over above and beyond as well exactly like i have gone above and beyond for people that i look back and i'm like oh yeah they definitely didn't deserve that right so it's kind of this thing of i actually have a male friend that said this who is a very like kind thoughtful like caring and giving person he had a breakup not that long ago and he said something of like, she told me I, you know, was like her soulmate and I was sitting there being like, okay, I'm being your soulmate, but what are you, what are you doing to be my soulmate? Ooh, that's a good question. And I just was like, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I said, cause yeah. that's how I feel in most of my relationships. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, I'm, I feel like I'm bringing all this stuff and I'm working and I'm trying hard and I'm like doing all these extra little thoughtful things and then it's kind of like, okay, well, what are you doing like for me essentially yeah and it sounds rude but it's like well it is true yeah it's a, it should be a give and a take yes and exactly. it's just it's not mm -hmm. and I, i'm like are women just supposed to fold and put up with that like is that mm -hmm. what settling is because i'm like know, i would man. rather die alone yeah i don't i don't than i don't blame you sit there and tell someone else how great they are and never be told you're great too yeah or i feel like uh, the equivalent in the like traditional old school way would just be like the man just being like oh you look pretty today honey yeah and it's like wow give him a medal yeah thanks <laughs> <laughs> it's like i know i look hot like tell me something it's also always just physical characteristics it's yeah. characteristics it's like have you listened to a thing that i've said or mm. like watched anything that i've just accomplished yeah or that's such a red flag in dating apps like when a dude keeps commenting on your appearance you're like i okay like i said thank you the first time so, yeah like you 
Would you like to have this conversation or no? Not at yeah, all? Okay. let's just move on. Great. Yeah, <laughs> this is a nightmare. Most men these days, even quality men, aren't able to initiate emotional intimacy by themselves in a relationship. For a man, any sort of escalation in the relationship usually revolves around physical intimacy, which isn't necessarily the same thing as emotional intimacy. Depending on his stance, he's going to want to initiate some sort of physical relationship with you as soon as possible. <laughs> so where you may be looking for more emotional intimacy in order to feel confident of his commitment to you, he's going to be looking for physical intimacy in order to feel confident of your commitment to him. Instinctually, men know that once a woman becomes physically involved, she has a higher chance of being hooked on him, for good. If you're not ready for higher levels of physical intimacy, ensure that he understands your stance and respects it. But you're also going to have to take things a little bit further than just telling him, no, not yet, or not until marriage. <laughs> you gotta put out. If you want to get oh what you God. want from him first, emotional intimacy, you're going to have to be a bit more proactive about what you want. You must be the one to take things to the next level emotionally. When a man is deeply invested in a woman emotionally, the decision to keep her in his life and sacrifice the chance to be with other women, sexual diversity, becomes a no-brainer. You may have a hard time believing this, but in the game of love, men are ridiculously outmatched. You, as a woman, have the power to deepen a man's emotional investment and get the love and commitment you want. But how does a woman escalate the emotional intimacy in a relationship? Well, it's all about getting to know what a man needs and then fulfilling those needs that only you, a woman like you, can fulfill. It's your simple gestures of love, loyalty, and desire that will soften his heart and win him over for good. This is why I saved this quality for last. Because being a proactive lover is the habitual application of the other qualities and points I've already discussed in this book. Be honest and vulnerable with him. Support him in the way only a woman can. Be unapologetically feminine around him. Show him unconditional respect. Accept him as he is now in the present. And illustrate your loyalty to him. The act of doing these things in the language of love he understands will pluck at his masculine heartstrings and make his heart melt. I've seen it happen to men all around me. And I've witnessed it happen to me. The right woman is that one woman who can make us want to commit to her. She's the woman that just gets us, and by being seductively subtle, she can make even the most unattainable man fall in love with her. There is no one trick or tactic that will escalate things with a man on an emotional level. It's the thoughtfulness and significance of your acts of love that will win him over, guaranteed. Be a little more ambiguous, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's... Uh, I don't. I, I don't even know what to take with that, honestly. So, first of all, I totally disagree with the beginning that physical intimacy is what elevates a relationship for a man. How many times have you slept with a dude, or well, not like how many times, but <laughs> that, how many times have you slept with Let a me dude? Check my calendar. Yeah, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they they don't want anything anymore yeah it's i think what he was trying to get at is something i've like read before of like men need the physical attribute to fall in love yeah but it's not how it happens no it's not no mm -mm. yeah so like the idea of like a man is going to be fully in love with you 
and you're like a complete virgin you never all you do is kiss or whatever hold hands that is not realistic i agree with that no not in today's times right but i just i don't think i feel like this is giving the message that like you have to sleep with him and like if you sleep with him then the relationship will move to the next level and i think that's such a bad message yeah it is a little bit because but then it also is like hey if you're not ready don't because you're gonna get hooked too exactly so it's it's a I mean, this is this, this is a time old age question. Ugh. This is this is the time old age question, right? Of when should you sleep with someone when you're dating them? Yeah, and I think it can get really tricky when you think that you're communicating mm-hmm. that you want something on an emotional level. You feel like you're having more of an emotional relationship, and then all of a sudden you sleep together, and like then it starts to dial back. Yep. And I feel like that is just so common, and it's so frustrating. It's like. Okay, I did nothing different, but some switch flipped in you. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it, it can be so tricky of when to actually do it. And it's like, it's you can't say up front, like, if we sleep together, I want to date you necessarily. Like, I think that just puts, I mean, a, lot more, puts a lot more pressure on things. Because, like, okay, what if you, you don't? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just, it's just like, uh, you know, Mash Maria's 12 date rule. Um, what's her, okay. Uh, Lindsay, we met an Acme does usually like five, six, like they're doing those things. of just like, that's their test. Or a lot of women have a test of whatever number is their number of their test is basically like, if a guy makes it to this number of dates or makes it to whatever amount of time, that means if I sleep with him, he's not going to like lose interest and leave. But the thing is, you never truly know. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't think it's it's, it's foolproof. not foolproof. Yeah, you know. Ugh. And I'm not saying I disagree with like their rules or whatnot or any person's rules, but it's just like we've all been there where you did hold out or even communicated, yeah. "Hey, I've done that." Of like, I have feelings for you. So if yeah. we sleep together and you like bounce, like you don't see this going somewhere, you don't want to continue seeing me. Like, basically, don't sleep with me then. Yeah. And it's like. They still eventually left. Right. Like, it's not like it made them stick around a super long time. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, eventually everything is going to end except for the person that you marry and, like, that could still end. But it's like, they're not sticking around long. Yeah, no, that's, usually. That's the thing that blows my mind mm-hmm. is that it's like, I just don't understand how they can, like, get over it yeah. so quickly. Uh, well, that's the difference between men and women, I guess. Yeah. So that's the part that confuses me, though, because it's like if a man needs the intimacy to grow an emotional relationship, then it's like, how is sex sometimes so meaningless to men? Very true. I don't know. Or it still was unclear of like, you need to initiate the emotional part of the relationship. And it's like, okay, like how? Yeah. And that's the part that they so often just reject. So I don't like what is step one? I couldn't tell you. Is it like just asking deep questions? Like, I don't. Yeah, or is it just being emotional in front of them? Yeah, because I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's going to be very hard no to do. It's very I hard need to do. another piece of dice, Bruce. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it seemed like just, it seemed like that motherly thing of like just keep being there and doing all those little things and all these like kind things for them. And they'll basically be like, she's so kind to me. Like, she won't judge me when I open up. Like, is that what it is? Yeah, maybe because I feel like if a woman is emotional on her own needs in front of a man, that's when you're like needy and you're like difficult and it's just mm. too much. Yeah. Cause like 
crying in front of man, they'll freak out. But it's like if you take care of them when they're upset. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm left a little bit of a mystery on this last one. Yeah. But I think it's I think it just essentially was saying like as the woman you typically have to be the one to get emotional first. But then everything else you read about like saying I love you is basically like don't say it first as the woman. Right. So is it just saying like I want to be with you? Cuz that hasn't worked out for me. <laughs> just not hasn't for me either. But I feel like I need that too. I need the physicalness to fall in love with somebody. Well, yeah. You know. Yeah. So I'm just like, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, because, like, I've said this before, like, physical chemistry is so real. Yeah. Like, I 100% needs to be there. And just, like, that they're willing to do, like, that they're not selfish in bed. Uh, Yeah. You know, because that's a lot of men. Yeah. This whole chapter very much just seemed like, women, don't be selfish. There's only one little tidbit that was like, okay, also, like, make sure he's, like, good for you, too. Right. does things for you. Right. And it's just like, but a lot of times I think it's, you know, women complain of just, like, I've asked you to do this thing and you, like, never do it. No matter what it is. And it'll be such a little thing. And the mm-hmm. guy's always just like, oh my God, seriously? She's such a neck. Such a neck. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, anyway, but I mean, this is interesting. I feel like we might revisit this. So I'll have to check out the book and see what else is in this, these chapters. Yeah. I would be curious to see what else is in there. I'd mm-hmm. like to rip Bruce apart a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Let's write him a letter. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like he answers a fan mail. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And if you want to follow us or send us more suggestions of stuff to talk about on the pod, uh, it's shooters got to shoot pod on Instagram and shooters got to shoot pod at gmail.com. And you can find me on Instagram at Sparica with two A's. And I'm at the guaca underscore Molly and join the Patreon. See you next week. Bye. Bye.